Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Miss to the Point. We're talking about the NFL power rankings again. Blah, blah, blah. You know that whole part. Bob, the league is different now. Like, I, it's, I think what we were experiencing, the cognitive dissonance we were experiencing last year was like, we were like, oh, there's so much parity. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's like this team's good one week and this team's not good. And then this week we were like signing checks on like, oh, there's runaways. There's runaways. There's like, you know, this team, this team, and this team. Like, they're not going to get caught. And then we get this week where it's like the fucking the upset week of the year, right? And I'm watching it, and I'm like, "There's always one." There's always one, I guess. That's true. But I do. I this was this one was pretty unprecedented. Like every good team lost. Like there was no more undefeated teams. Like it's it just all went to shit like right away. And I think I want to talk about your theories, our theories on why it is that the NFL is shifting and changing because. First and foremost, my guess would be the quarterback era has, has handed off. And I think everyone else is better. Like, I think DNs are better. So, and when I say better, the era I'm talking about is like our era, which I would consider like the Manning, Brady, Breeze era. Kind of like the Kobe, LeBron, D. Wade era, right? Those three guys were the top of the food chain for like the longest time. And then you had like the next tier down, the 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 Philip Riverses of the world, like. But those guys, like Drew Brees, could come out and he would be like, he would have some absurd stat line, like, oh, the the Saints beat the Panthers this week. Uh, Drew Brees went uh, forty two for fifty eight for uh, four hundred and eighty six yards and uh, one touchdown. <laughs> like, you know, and that like, is, so, it is, yeah. And it would be fucking crazy, but like, if if that uh, happened to, today, we to would Robert, be talking to about Robert him. To yeah. Robert Meacham and Debbie yeah. Henderson. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, for some reason, I was thinking about, oh my God, who was that? Who was that Bengals running back before Mixon? Who was like very, very average. And for some reason, I was just thinking Giovanni about Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard. I was like just thinking about Giovanni <laughs> Bernard this today for no reason. I was just like I thinking actually about, thought about him recently too. Weirdly. It's so weird. It's like our Roman Empire. Um, but it's like, um, random, random running backs, <laughs> running backs from your, from your teenage years, but Doug, it's like Doug Martin, Doug Martin. Wow. Wow. The that's, hamster. I mean, honestly, fucking uh, almost, almost, um, what's his name? Why can't I remember anyone's fucking name tonight? The guy who's like currently a running back for the, wow. 
my fucking brain is just absolutely Kareem Hunt. I know. Thinking about Kareem yeah, Hunt Kareem. the other day. Yeah, he like yeah. actually is playing still, kind of right. Yeah, he's with the Browns now. He's again. with the Browns, kind of technically. Yeah, he's run for like fourteen. So I, I feel like that it, even that circles into like this same conversation that it's like it's just different, man, to to what it used to be. And I think the quarterbacks. I don't think the quarterbacks are as good. It. I don't think the I, fucking quarterbacks it, are as it's, good. It's, well, I mean, yeah, you look at what. 10 through 15 was five, 10 years ago. And we're, we're looking at like, you know, big Ben's in that conversation. Philip rivers is in that conversation. You have guys that are legitimate quarterbacks who are talked about as like an average quarterback in the league. Nowadays, man, those guys are in the league. They're oh top. My God, five. my kingdom for a fucking top Ben three. Roethlisberger, my Bro, fucking that, kingdom that. for a fucking Ben Roethlisberger, dude, please. Unbelievable. It, that, that's definitely a big to do with it. And I think you're right where it's like when you think about what the athleticism on the defense has evolved to. And it's just it feels like the athletes aren't just all playing offense anymore. You have right. the best athletes right. playing on defense. And it's right. like there was like that old it, it's, joke it's, of like this, the cornerback would drop an, a pick and you'd be like, well, that's why you play defense. But it's like, now you're kind of like, dude, you got to pick that. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's much different on defense now. And. It's just, it's a different game to know. I think a lot of that does have to do with the, you know, the no two days and the no practices. So the offenses aren't as in sync, things like that. But the, the lack of talent quarterback wise is, is no, well, like, okay. So you got Mahomes, be, right? you'd make up for that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? You can make up for that shit with like, like, like you said, a Drew Brees with a Tom Brady with a fucking yeah. Peyton Manning with all those. But like, you got Mahomes now, right? Clear number one. I don't think anyone's arguing with that. But then, like, who's the second? Who is the? Is there a definitive best, second best QB in the league right now? No, like, back no. then, it, it would be like, okay, I think Manning's better. I think Brady's better. Oh, no, like, Brady just won his third chip. Like, it's over. But, like, Manning's got this arm talent that Brady doesn't have. Like, that was always the discussion, right? Like, you would just go round and round in circles with people having that conversation. But, like, is anyone disputing that Patrick Mahomes is the number one right now? Is it, Like, who's the next best guy, in your opinion? Is it Allen? I think it's if if you made me build a team around a quarterback, I'd pick Burrow. Personally, it's Joe Burrow, right? I'd pick Burrow. Yeah, but he's where you pick him over Mahomes. No, 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 no. okay. I, obviously, right. Mahomes is one. But yeah, like, no Mahomes. one's saying Burrow's better than Mahomes, right? Yeah. yeah, no, no. So then, what? Who's three? Is it Allen? Allen's probably three. Yeah. Okay, so you think about it like this: if it's Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. I don't think those guys are as good as Brady, Manning, and Breeze. Like, I just don't think that they are. Like, Mahomes, I think, could hang with those three guys for sure. But, like, Josh Allen? Yeah. Like, you're, you're taking Drew Breeze well, over Josh Allen every single so, time. So here, here's, a, here's a good exercise. So how many of those guys would you take over uh, in his prime Andrew Luck? I would take Mahomes over Andrew Luck in his That's prime. That's it. But we'd pick Luck over the rest of those guys, correct? Because I would. If if yes. he, I mean, not knowing how long he plays and like the retirement things that happen. Yes, yes. Um, but like I prime mean, talent, even, yeah. Even so, I mean, even prime Matt Ryan, I'm probably taking over those guys. I mean, it's. it's I think there's a Joe close. Burrow think, argument there. There's a Joe yeah. Burrow argument because Joe's got that swag about him, and Matt Ryan's got that, you know. But I mean, yeah. The problem is like Matt Ryan then goes to these championship games in college and in. in uh, in the NFL, it loses pants. like badly. Yeah. So, 
I like in that sense, like maybe I'm taking Burrow, but I'm I'm taking him over Allen. Right but now. that's but that's probably where. So this is I, I googled like 2014 court 2013 quarterbacks. Right. Okay, so that's probably where they would end up falling in line. Like the 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 prime Stafford, the prime Burrow, like you know I mean now or prime Matt Ryan, you know guys like that. And that's probably like eight or nine on this list because you mean, like even Ben Roethlisberger or Josh Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's like Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, Andrew Luck, Philip. Prime Ryan, Russ, I'm probably taking over those guys. Yeah, with the prime Tony Holmes. Romo. No. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not. I tried. I tried to sneak it in. Like, you know, Romo, bro. He doesn't even make my top 10 commentators, <laughs> to be honest with you. But. He's, he's, he's lost it, bro. I think he's just drunk every time. I don't think he was ever good. I think people. Just I, really I like actually it. agree. Yeah, yeah. I think he just likes to get excited, and people like. He's like, what they did was they yeah, ran yeah. this kind of play, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I know. But it's just like, bro. Even it's just it's a different atmosphere at quarterback altogether. Where it's like, even the good guys aren't. They're all young. Is the pass and rushing better? Is the pass the rushing pass. better now though? And the defense is just better. Um, I, I think the coaches are worse. The coaches are fucking worse, which the just seems seems like it doesn't worse. make any sense, right? Like, there's just uh, not that many. You know the way there's just good coaches everywhere in the NBA? Like, like, it seems like every team just has a really good coach except for the Celtics. But it's like there's just so many good basketball minds out there. You know, like, there's tons of good basketball minds. And then in football, it just seems like, yeah, I mean, you're even watching Belichick not be able to keep up with this league. Like, to be a good coach now, you basically have to invent a new way to play football. You have to be Mike McDaniel or Kyle Shanahan or Brian Dable last year, maybe. Like, you know, you have to basically come up with a new way to, or a new offense you know, to do this. Yeah. It's just... It's, 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 it's not that it's diminished the product, though. Like, for me... So I think, that the, I think that's a great point, though. It just kind of connects something in my head. Because I was talking with my buddy about... He sent me um, a spread of Tony Powers' rushes. And I think what it is, is you're seeing a battle of, like an old school way of football where it's like, you know, Powers rushes, bro, were in between the tackles and like one or two were outside the tackle. So like creative runs. Then he pulled up McCaffrey from two weeks ago. Obviously this week was different, um, but he pulled up McCaffrey from two weeks ago. Hey, but you from every just, single angle. Yeah. Bro, it's, it's yeah. spread out the entire fucking field. And it's like, yeah. it's a difference of seeing the game differently and like thinking that this old way is still going to work and it just doesn't in my opinion McCaffrey's I think you see, like you even see that so much more elite man. now than he was on the Panthers because of the way that they like set him up yeah he, he's become this like complete focal point for their attack and it's like that he's that so, is we knew it, it seems we, like knew, kind we of a, knew when he went there I know like, he's I fucking know, perfect that, I know, he's literally I know, the perfect I know. player for that because like I feel like bit. I feel like a bottom 15 running back would be look really good in that system you know what I mean and then like, the yeah. fact that it's Christian McCaffrey because like even when other running backs come in and make plays it's like oh they still broke off for like eight you know and it's it's this it's this thing of like utilizing the backfield uh throwing a lot of different looks at the defense like pre-snap motion is so yeah you know it is doing it right especially because when you move like linebackers now you can just like put them on an island so fast like you can just be like all right christian mccaffrey's coming straight for that linebacker and if he gets any kind of head of steam that linebacker is not going to be able to fucking do anything so it has to be the more athletic secondaries that are like coming to make plays on them which means you've already busted like four yards more than you'd want to on a run like that right because yeah they'll come up and they'll meet you but they have to get to the linebacker position because, like, you know the first linebacker is missing. 
Like you just know he is because it's fucking Christian McCaffrey, right? So I I do agree that Pollard could probably do that. For the record, and it's just it, it's it's just if he wasn't just getting like, counter 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 eye fucking hands off all fucking night, bro. And it's like, Jesus. bro, he's we'll not Zeke. You're, 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 you, yeah, you remember why Pollard was good, and it's like, I just feel like these coaches get so cute and they get stuck in their old ways, and the only ones that are making the difference, and, and the only teams that actually look good and like are pleasant to watch on a weekly basis are the ones that are innovative and actually do shit because. Yeah, I mean, right even now, Eagles, all, like, look all at the Eagles. those, yeah, exactly. Eagles all made those... the Super Bowl doing that shit. The fucking Andy Reid's the... always ran offenses like that. Uh, you know, the Kyle Shanahan offense is basically unstoppable. The the Mike McDaniel offense is just like it lights out. Like I feel like there's a few different offenses, it's, regardless of the, the arm Dan, talent. Uh, what's yeah. his name? Dan, ben Ben Johnson's offense. Yeah, in, in fucking and it's. Kellen Moore wishes he was these guys, but he's yeah, wow, he's we really very much how not. limited he was, uh, huh? Um, he's it, rough, bro. yeah, yeah, you. we sure. I can't wait to talk about that actually, because I, I, th- I, I noticed a couple of things that we, you know, not like obviously I'm not watching the offensive coordinator of like not my team that closely, right? So like I have to sort of rely on you for knowing like what this guy's idiosyncrasies are, because like you hear me bitch too about like the coaching and in Chicago all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And you can be like, yeah, dude, that's a fucking crazy like call. Why'd you do that? I'm like, here's why they fucking do that. Because this idiot went to college here and he was the fucking offensive line coach here. And then he thinks this is the way to fucking do this. And it's just like, you know, you go down this rabbit hole. But um, I guess overall, like my the point is like, yeah, the quarterbacks aren't as talented, but I think that the offenses are are kind of working around that to your point, right? Like they're starting to like utilize different skill positions so that, yeah. because I think what happened too is like they started to change the rules to benefit quarterbacks because the defenses were getting so much more athletic like before. Like I think that happened like a generation ago almost where like the defensive players were just getting like so, so, so sick. Like remember when Cleo Mack came into the league and it was just like, yeah, oh shit, like level. that guy, like if he came and into the, the league bosses. now, the yeah. bosses, the Watts. Yeah. Well, like when the, if those guys came into the league now, they'd all just be immediately be made edge rushers. Or like like they're using Micah, just like where you just pick up wherever you want. You just pick up whatever side of the line you want and like come at anybody you want, you know? Um, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about Micah too, unfortunately. Um let's get into the power rankings, bro. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean a couple teams that didn't make it, I kinda wanna touch on. Sure. Um, yeah, Seahawks. Seahawks, yep, everyone. I mean, I, I know they lost, about. but I still think that they have like some talent, and I still think they're they're gonna have a better season than we all thought. Um, I think we should address like the 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 mini argument we had uh, with Mike in the Discord, where he was essentially making the point, and then Mike's a sensationalist, obviously, um, and you know he's trying to he's trying to. Well, no, gives you that idea, but. <laughs> I also think he believes his own bullshit too. So like, cause I do, I mean, I believe the shit that comes out of my, my fucking mouth most of the time. Cause like, how else are you supposed to die on that hill? You know, the worst uh, is he gets, he gets, he gets me to believe it's an episode. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but essentially no, his no, point no. was, his point was, and he's not here to defend himself. So I don't want to shit on him, but his point was like, maybe Russ was always a system quarterback because look how good Gino's doing in Pete Carroll's system. To me, that doesn't pass the eye test. Like it doesn't. It doesn't pass the eye test. Like Geno Smith doesn't look like prime Russell Wilson on the Seahawks right now. Like he just doesn't. Um, that offense in general isn't close to as good as their Super Bowl winning offense with with uh, Marshawn and everything. So, to me, it's like I think Pete Carroll is a very good coach, 
he may have always belonged as like the system coach. Like he may have always should have always been the coach. That's like, I mean, I'm doing the best with what I've got. Look what I'm doing. You know, like, look how I'm making this happen over here. But, but like when he's put in, he still made the most high profile coaching error in the history of the Super Bowl. So it's like, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and like, I mean, I do think he's a good coach. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I think he's probably top 10. But I'm not going to sit here and like espouse the fucking genius of the guy I saw do the stupidest thing I've ever seen on national television a few years ago by throwing the fucking ball with Russ instead of just having Marshawn Lynch walk into a Super Bowl win for you. Because like there's a 0% chance he doesn't get that fucking touchdown. I just want everybody to know. Because if you don't think that, he, that Marshawn Lynch scores that touchdown, you did not watch Marshawn Lynch play football. Like I, that's my... Yeah, he was scoring. There's no doubt about that. So in that case... Uh, I would just say, I don't know if I believe that Pete Carroll is such a fucking offensive guru that we can say Russell Wilson's entire career is is uh, asterisked by how talented his coach was now. And it sort of it buys into this kind of, you know, unnuanced conversation of like, well, maybe it was Brady the whole time, not Belichick. It's like it was fucking both of them. Like it was there. It was the fact that they were together and like the way that they worked together is why that they were good. You know, obviously. It's never one thing or the other thing, right? Or am I crazy? It, no. It so you're not crazy. So I'm going to send you what his stats were from 2015 when you say his, to you 2020. Um I just sent you a screenshot of it. Well, if this is a system quarterback, this is literally the best 5 years of a system quarterback <laughs> in the history of system quarterbacks because this is some shit. Um 2015, 34 touchdowns, eight picks, 4,000 yards. Uh, I didn't 2016, get any by the way. I, I sent it into the Zoom chat. Zoom chat. Got it. Don't see it. Oh, the Zoom chat. I was in the, yeah, I was the, Zoom in the room that said yeah. Zoom. Sorry. Um, Go ahead. 2017, 34-11, uh, almost 4,000 yards. 2018, 35-7, and seven, almost 3,500 yards. 2019, 31-5, 4,000 yards. 2020, 40 touchdowns, 30, 13 picks, and 4,200 yards passing. That is not a system. 2017, 4,000 yards and 34 touchdowns in 2017. That's bonkers numbers. Yeah, we'll get to 2020s even more. As soon as they got up some real legit receivers, they took off. And then it. He was so electric when he got in the outside in those early years, man. He he, he was unstoppable. Yeah, because he would get there you, first. He would I get just, there first. He would be able to plant his feet, and he would be able to look down the field out and there. And make that And throw he would just make whatever or, throw. Yeah. Or if it wasn't there, he would scamper for 35. That's what yeah. people forget about Russ, man. Like, yeah, you know what? On this, it, on this stat it, list, it's, it's not even his revisionist history. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. total revisionist history. Yeah, no, he was good. He he was really fucking good, man. He was like a top five quarterback in fantasy every fucking season. Oh, it's, yeah. If it's a completely different system in offense than what Gino is running now. Gino is running. Um, well, Gino's running like, like you the, can do these three things well, so please do G these three things. So Gino is running like the the team that Marshawn first originally went to that like had uh like Trent Dilfer as their quarterback. Yeah. And like the the one they were gonna run. You remember they signed Matt Flynn to like a big contract. I do the the same year that Russ got uh drafted. That was like the shit they were gonna run. Right. But then Russ gets here, and it's a completely different system, completely different offense, where you're basing things around so much different shit, man. Right. And he can't, 
You can't compare those two. You can't do it. Well, also, it's you know like Russell I mean? Wilson went and won two Super Bowl or a Super Bowl and should have won when, two. He should have won two. Should have won two. Like he was it wasn't bad. his he call. Like... It wasn't his call to make no. the throw. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm I sure mean, he loved it, was, loved it knowing it was going to be in his hands. But... Yeah. I mean, I know he threw the pick, but. And also, I, you know, I think just for the sake of argument, like, I think if anyone was here trying to make the alternate point, like, he doesn't, even in the Super Bowl, he wins. And even if he had have won the Super Bowl that he should have won, he wouldn't have made Super Bowl MVP in either of those. Uh, in either of those situations, he doesn't make it when he wins because that defense is really what gets them there and like wins it for them, right? Like that defense, like that was a team you just didn't want to see that year in the playoffs at all because they were just like, it was like, if you have to go to Seattle, you're so fucked. Like if you have to go to Seattle, you're so fucked. That defense is going to run all over you. Like everybody got really annoyed with Richard Sherman in the end. And like he is, he is making a, a case for me of like kind of pulling back his uh, image because... I kind of like him on the broadcast, to be honest. On football, on Thursday Night yeah. Football. Yeah, but uh, but otherwise, like he really did annoy the fuck out of me when he was playing. But like, if I if he had been on my team, sorry, receiver, like Crab Jr. Yeah, but like if he had been on my team, I would have fucking loved him. And like the fact of the matter is, he had like a four, three to four year period where people should have been talking about him, like he like he was Revis. Like nobody was. was throwing, and he was here. though. He was. Nobody was he throwing anyone. Was... No, every conversation around him was always about his personality. It was always about like who he yeah. was off the field and what trash talk he was saying. But that colored the fact, or that, about like, how smart, about how smart and articulate he was, which is racist as fuck. And then yeah, like, totally yeah, like, was. Oh wow, you don't he remember can speak. that, bro? Yeah. You don't oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he went to Stanford and everyone was like, "Oh, he's so please, smart." Please, <laughs> can we please stop it, NFL? Yeah, stop doing the first guy in the gym. We gotta stop. I hate, I hate yeah. it when they do shit. It's like bad. That. It's bad. This is why I don't think Terry Bradshaw should be on fucking TV anymore. But uh, he's so racist, man. Yeah, clearly, and like just out of his mind. Like he's he did. Remember when he sexually Madden, assaulted? They're letting him just go to the point where it's like he's just gonna say whatever he wants on TV, huh, guys? Okay. Remember when he sexually assaulted that girl on TV? No, it was it was fun. Not like what actually happened? like with it with his. What did he say? Um, hey, I'll find it. Because now, now we got to find it. I can't just drop that and not find the actual thing. Do you think? I mean, I never watched him live, obviously. But do you think he's like correctly rated as a QB? Like, do people consider? No, him? no one from that era is. It's different. It's he different. didn't have to do as much. I don't think. Yeah, it, having twenty five touchdowns in the nineteen eighties was like having forty five now. You he know was like what the I mean? First like, overall pick, though. Like he was a stud coming out of fucking college. Like. And, and he went and won a bunch of chips. What four with the Steelers? Three. Yeah, four. it was it was ter Terry Bradshaw gets creepy with Aaron Andrews during. Oh, Christmas Aaron Andrews. Football. I mean, I don't know yeah. if I blame him. Um, what did was he it say? bad? Was it really? Was it really bad? No. <laughs> you got you got your cowboy you got your cowboy boots on and your shirt. You're looking good. That was nice. I enjoyed that interview. <laughs> Um, on live TV. Don't say that. Don't well, I mean, say she that. She probably was looking good. Aaron Andrews is cute, so. I mean, Aaron Andrews is also a very good journalist, Robert. <laughs> she is. She is. She's very good. She's very I mean, good. she's like, she's, I think, you know, sort of helped reinvent the sideline reporting job. You know, she really brought a lot to it when she first came on the scene. Um... But yeah, you probably shouldn't uh, object. She's also been videotaped naked. 
I know what's fine. That's so like, fucked up. They're so creepy. They're <laughs> so creepy. Bunch of fucking weirdos. Dude. Definitely never watched it. There's, no, there's I've never no watched way. it because there's no. Somebody no told me that it was. Somebody told me it was just her in her hotel room, like getting changed. That feels so yeah, weird. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was. No, that feels. I, I, not from experience. I don't. I don't never seen. What, it. Sorry, what was it about, Bobby? No, what, I don't. I don't know. You describe it frame about? for frame. <laughs> uh, anyway, gotcha. We got him, ladies and gentlemen. Move in, blue team. Move in. Move in. We got him. We finally got him. Um, no, listen. That's, turn. That's funny, though. That's funny. We love Aaron Andrews. She's a wonderful reporter. I, uh, but yeah, I mean, long story short, Joe Namath is like the most overrated quarterback in the history of quarterbacks. And yeah, he, he also got creepy. Didn't he get creepy with, it wasn't Aaron Andrews. He got creepy. I just want to kiss you. I don't I give a damn about the team you. struggling. What? I just want to kiss Leslie, you. Leslie Visser? Leslie yeah. Visser? Yeah. Is that sound right? Leave it to like Joe Namath, the guy who like probably did really well with the ladies at some point to be to be shooting a shot like that embarrassingly. And it's Terry Bradshaw shooting for Aaron Andrews. Like what kind of delusions of grandeur does fucking Terry Bradshaw have? I can't wait to be old. That's the way you think. (laughs) Free cancel. Listen, if PMT hasn't been canceled yet, we can't get canceled for this shit. Unbelievable. Some of the shit they say on Thankfully that shit is so rancid. Thankfully, I didn't have to listen to any fucking Pat McAfee fucking clips this week. Oh, I fucking hate this Christ. I'm glad Travis Kelsey was like, I'm not responding anymore. This is so stupid. Um, I also, did you their, see Al their Michaels? Their podcast is good. Yeah, they're, they're, it is. did you see Al Michaels? What did he do? They were like, how come you didn't talk about Taylor Swift on the Thursday night broadcast? And he was like, I'm not doing Access Hollywood. Love I was it, like, Al. fuck yeah, Al. Al doesn't give a fuck. Love it. Also, love it. how is he on the Thursday night broadcast? That just feels like uh, insulting. It is. With it is. Kirk I, fucking I, I hate. Street. I hate the whole. I hate the whole. And I would say, I just feel like. They I kind of don't fuck, notice it they, anymore they because like it now I just have to piss us off. Just, yeah, just, I agree. The, just, just to piss us off. They I fucked agree. it all up because I like agree. why? Why take Al Michaels and Joe Buck apart? You didn't need to fucking do that. You you had them together on Monday night. That was fucking perfect. Yeah, but also and like Troy. Aiken no, not not Joe Al, Buck. not not no. It was Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. Was fucking yeah, no, they were perfect. They were perfect. Perfect. And it was. I, and then Joe know, Buck Bill, and Bill Troy talks Aiken about it like, all the time. Yeah, Joe Buck but and like Troy Aiken were terrible. Terrible. Yeah. They're Always not good terrible. together. I'm glad they got broken up. They did, right? Um, no, 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 no. They're Joe Buck and Troy Aikman aren't together anymore. Monday Night Football. They do oh, Monday they're Night Football. They're the Monday football. Night. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Monday Night Football, actually, presentation this week, immaculate. The Snoop Dogg intro. I like the Snoop Dogg. I like it so much better than Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football feels like they're basically they decide they're like, Sunday Night is for the southern states and Monday Night is for the coastal states. <laughs> That's like, because they're starting to really hone it in. It's like, if you're on one of the coasts, you're getting Monday Night Football tuned to you. We're getting Snoop Dogg involved. We're going to get some fucking cool rock and roll songs. Sunday night, it's like country and Western fucking cowboy boots, some random blonde woman I've never heard of. Isn't it Carrie Underwood? Yeah, I mean, I've heard the name, but like, if you told me that wasn't Carrie Underwood or if that was Shania Twain or some shit, I would believe you. I have no fucking idea. I'm, I'm unschooled. It might be the same person. You told me that was Taylor Swift. The celebrity skin masks people say they're the same. (laughs) Did you ever see that movie about Paul Rudd like cloning himself, or maybe it's a TV show? Did you ever see that? You know, this started about the Seahawks. Oh yeah. (laughs) Did you ever see that that TV show though? No. It's like Paul Rudd like figures out that he can like clone himself. 
but he oh, like has cool to have like no memory of it and he like bumps into Tom Brady leaving the uh the facility at one point and he's like how many times how many times have you uh cloned yourself and Brady's like seven and he like holds up his uh all his rings it's like yeah yeah I believe it that's the Illuminati living, living with yourself body. no yeah that's what it that is what it's called yeah yeah, you have yeah seen I just it. googled it oh you google um, you're so quick yeah I just google it yeah and hey, I'm a good googler you know I'm a good Googler. Uh, anyway, yeah, Russell so, Wilson so, not. So, wait, wait, wait. So, so you're saying they were flashing in front of our faces. Tom Brady has clones, and I would doubt that. That's what I'm saying. That like, if you were doing it, wouldn't you like make a joke about it? GI Joe always if, said, "Best place to hide is in do, plain sight." Bro. That's what they do. Um, Fucker. If there's someone in the world who has fucking clones, it is one thousand percent Tom Brady. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, I, I, I could see it. You know what I mean? Because like he wants to stay perfect. So like if he has Wouldn't he clones, still be doing it though? What does he do? What does he do? He takes a fucking body part out of this one and puts it in his body. Boom. Mm-hmm. Heals. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Maybe he's freaking Morty internet and he has like a bunch of no, in his No, I'm I'm far more inclined to believe that that he created a, <laughs> a bullshit narrative that he his injury was far more serious than it was, and he'll be back in unprecedented time for that injury. But like I wouldn't really, doubt it, man. I wouldn't doubt it. He's such he's so fucking full of shit. Um Wow, that's that's a different conspiracy than what I heard. I heard they like playing the whole thing. I like I like the fake that he embellished it. I like that. I yeah, like, I like buy that he way wants more. to be seen as like this guy who's like just my I saw it was like ritualistic. That that whole thing. Have you seen that where like, it's like you had to give yeah, him a the, a piece of his ankle? I don't think so. Well, no, 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 it wasn't like that. He, it was like he had to get hurt on this play. It was all part of the script, and it was all part of this yeah. bullshit. That's like, boring. It, you can't yeah. script athletics. Too many people I are jumping too high and catching and throwing too far. You know. Um, so other teams that should have made the power rankings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, not should have made. That could have made. I could have made. Um, made. Honorable mention: the, the Falcons and Bucks, obviously. Hey, how about um, my Falcons call, huh? I feel like I can take a little bit of a victory lap on the Falcons so far. Because I did, I, in the prediction show, like, nobody was saying shit about the fucking, yeah, uh, agreed. Which I, I you know, I never thought that they were going to be like a conference champion. But, well, they might, they might win their fucking division. But I, I just think I knew Bijan was going to be good. He's yeah, he's electric. He's electric. He's so fun he might, to watch. He's the best running back. He's my favorite. He might not be the best quite yet. I don't know who would be above him, honestly. Honestly, to be honest, in the most honest way possible, he's got Barry Sanders vibes. He does have Barry Sanders vibes. He's got full-blown Barry Sanders. Because he's not. Barry Sanders wasn't the fastest. No, he, he was, was just so just elusive. The shiftiest, so and he was elusive. so elusive, and he, he couldn't touch him. He did. He did so little to do so much, and yeah. that's what Bijan does. Where he it's barely like, moves, it looks like he doesn't do anything. He yeah, barely moves, crazy. and guys just fly right by him. It's fucking crazy. And he can catch, and he can catch too, can which catch. is just. Yeah. But dude, I feel like the Falcons are actually it's him and CMC. Those, those are the two best. They're right very backs different, very different, but like very different. But those are the two best. Yeah, but like every the, week with how elusive, but with how elusive he is. His ability to stay healthy will will hopefully knock on wood like increase because he doesn't get hit that hard. Like when guys get him, he's like already at the sidelines or he's like it's like a leg tackle or yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean that could be dangerous too. But well, yeah. sure. I mean it's it, it's a dangerous sport, but it, I also just think he's like it's it's it, nobody's gonna ever rock him. Like yeah, no one's ever gonna fucking punish him. You know, 
And I really feel like, yeah, I mean, the Falcons are in a position to quarterback away. Yeah. Well, I think they should start Heineke first. Some, some, def- some, I think, defense, I th- some defensive struggles there too, but yeah. I mean, even the defense is good enough. That I think every had, defense, if you want to go into Super Bowl now, they can ball control the shit. Arthur Smith is ball, a good coach, man. No, he and is. He can ball, he is. ball control any game. Yeah. Anytime he could take over a game, be like, "You're not getting the ball, so you're not going to score that many points against right. us." And, right. Um, I also think like if they, I, had, I, is, I think they should start Heineke. I always get, I think they should start Heineke, bro. I, you don't you like, know, uh, you don't like what's his name? Ritter's, um, Ritter's okay. He he's been he threw two sure. bad picks in that game. He threw the two bad really picks. That's what I'm talking about. And Heineke doesn't do that. We saw that he brought the the commanders or the football team at the time. I think to the playoffs. I don't, I don't want to sit here and start talking about Taylor Heineke being it. I'm just saying. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like let's let's not get crazy. So on on the same note as Tyler, Taylor Heineke, um, the only team in the NFC North not in the power rankings, and one of the teams to drop out is the Steelers, and they run a bye week. Um, where they lost thirty-seven to three. I really enjoyed. <laughs> I really enjoyed that meme. Um, I listen. I believe in Mike Tomlin, and I believe in defense. That offense is the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. It's the biggest the piece of, of dog football. shit. It's it, it's bad. so bad. It's, it's such bad. a bad offense. Um, and then the only other team, even if their running backs were producing, you know, like even if their running backs were just making some kind so of a dent on I the game. Heard it. Did you listen to to the to the stat um, to the podcast with the next gen guy that Bill Simmons had, where he talked about the stat where it's yeah. like yeah um, the, the the yes the offensive line stat of like yeah uh, yeah like, he had a Najee's name for it yeah. Wor- yeah I forget what it was yeah. Carlos he called yeah. it uh, Simmons wanted to call it Carlos but it was like the amount of times like contacted behind the line of the scrimmage so it was an offensive yeah. line stat right and Najee is by far. So you're saying, worst. but you're saying his own line is is why that is though to make that garbage. Point, right? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, if they, I mean, yeah, but he's right really now, not doing shit with anything though either. I mean, he needs to be better. Um, the only other team, I I still believe in them, and I really fucking like this guy. This is the Houston Texans man. Um, <laughs> I, I just watched. I watched. I watched the comeback again from the Chiefs this past weekend, and it's still unbelievable to me how fast and far they fell from being up 24 to nothing in the second quarter of that championship game. But I think if there's a quarterback that could bring him back, I think Stroud is that kind of guy, man. He He's the real fucking deal, that guy. He's the best quarterback of that class. He's better than Bryce Young, better than any of those. He's the real fucking deal, CJ Stroud. So may not he's be this good. year, he's pretty but good. He's, he's good. Man. He's pretty good. I mean, he's doing a lot with like probably the worst roster on paper in the whole league. Yeah, for sure. It's like so hard to name Texans. Like it's so hard. Tank, Tank Dell is the like one wide receiver that sticks out, and I didn't know who Tank Dell was before like week two of this year. So you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, come on. Yeah, I mean, I think he could be really good. I think um, it sort of just depends, you know. Like he he needs weapons, and we'll see. He definitely is the best performing quarterback in that class. Um, what about the Chargers? You didn't have any sort of. You want to wait? Let's wait on the Chargers. Okay, we can talk about them in the Cowboys yeah. conversation. Um, yeah. All right, let's get into the Bengals. So the Bengals beat um, what I would say is a, a, a it, it was a good win because we just got done talking about the fucking Seahawks and how they're like pretty good. Uh, 
Burrow didn't look quite as snappy and 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 like athletic as he did the week prior, where it was like, oh shit, is like, did he go get the deer antler spray? Is he like back? Is is the Joe Burrow we know and love back? Um, but I think a lot of that might have been down to like how the Seahawks played him. Hundred percent. They didn't really let him like cook on the field. They didn't leave him on the field for very long to like do much. So they tried to keep it low scoring. I think it was kind of anybody's game um, towards the end. And it was a really enjoyable watch. I think they're both good teams. I think they're both above average teams. But I also think that the Bengals like were basically like backs against the wall. Like that's how they've been. And you, you know what they're like once, once they start to get the vibe that their backs are against the wall. And like, yeah, their backs got against the wall a little sooner than we're used to. Um, because they were like one win in in four or something coming into last week. So the fact that they've rattled off two wins on the bounce, I think completely deserves to put them at 10, especially given the history of um, Joe are. Burrow and the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals and the personnel that, he, that they have on the field. Um, you know, I think T. Higgins is not 100% healthy because I think that uh, so, much of their, so much of their offense relies on him being so much more dominant than the third choice D-back that's like uh, second or third choice D-back that's coming after him because like Jamar Chase is obviously getting either mm -hmm. handled by their best guy or double covered, right? Um, and I just think the weapons that they've had, like you've just seen, like I used to, I always love picking up T. Higgins in fantasy. I didn't get him this year, but I always love picking up T. Higgins in fantasy because it's like you'd be shocked at the amount of fucking touchdowns he scores because because of the Jamar Chase like thing. And I think that I just noticed on their the way their offense rolled against the Seahawks, I was like, oh, they're really missing that like second option for Burrow right now. Um, third option for Burrow. Like, you know, just those those sort of Boyd, plays. Boyd is like, okay, but he's not he doesn't he's good, but I think T. Higgins is like right there. You know, like I think he's like borderline. I agree. You know, so I and I think he just looks a little slow, especially with a rib injury. You're just like trying not to get fucking creamed over the middle. <laughs> and he just has like a talent. He just has like a like a turnaround, jump up in the air, catch the fucking ball sort of talent. So he just hasn't looked right to me, but hopefully he regains his position. Um, what made you put the Bengals at 10? Um, I just think we knew it was a matter of time before they were back in here, right? Um, if if they weren't, we would have been know. surprised. For a second there. Well, so I was going to... So the past two years, in it, the same video where I watched that last comeback, the Bengals the last three years have lost at least two of their three first games uh, and three of the last four, they've either tied or lost three of their last three of their first four. Mm -hmm. So this is now either just tied, kind they of tied. Ugh. They tied. They tied. Remember that weird Packers game where like both kickers hit the fucking post seven times. Vaguely, and like it was, yeah, um, but so, it just it feels like this is just routine for them at this point, where it takes a while for them to get going. Jamar Chase, yeah, but not that yeah. routine because Jamar Chase started to get a little. Well, the the Chase thing is the biggest, the biggest factor. I, Higgins, I agree. Where it's like he's the most consistent two in the league by far. He's like six for eighty two in a touchdown every fucking week, guaranteed, guaranteed. Um, Jamar Chase though is the X factor, bro. It, yeah. If 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 he you see, it just you didn't saw feel like Burrow could, could make the throws release. to where when by the time he got open though you know what well, I mean? it, it didn't it felt like on third down especially it wasn't there and that like that's when you see Jamar Chase to me stick out the most is when you really fucking need it on third down Burrow always finds fucking Jamar Chase and it's just it's 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 just like clockwork and it has been for two years and that wasn't the case early um but the last two weeks it was. 
two weeks ago, he's fucking electric. That team was electric when their backs were really against the wall. This week, I think it was game script. I think you're right. You know, Walker scored like an early touchdown, and I think it just turned it into like a a grind for him, by the defensive way. type game. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Oh, whatever. I'm hemorrhaging. Like you said, I'm hemorrhaging games. I looked at it. It was even enough. I was like, fuck it. Except no, it is. I think, no, I think it was an even trade. I just, um, I needed him because like my I like Gabe Davis. Person. Yeah, I like, no, I like Gabe, Gabe Davis is really good. And I also think it was a good upside trade for you because I think that the Bills are just going to get better. I'm looking to deal Jefferson, by the way. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Really? Um, He's hurt, bro. My team's not, I'm one of five. I hurt can't fucking wait for this dude back. to get back in like four to six weeks. Ooh. Yeah, I might, so. give, I might give you Mostert for him. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, Mostert's we'll the number four, right? We'll right talk. I know. We'll talk. He could get hurt. Jeff Wilson's coming back. I think Wilson's better personally, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, Jeff Wilson's coming Conche. back. Conche. He's hurt. Yeah, but A-chain. he's coming back, isn't he? A chain. And again, four to six weeks. Same thing. A chain. A chain. Is that how you say? A chain. Is it a chain or a chain? A chain. He just burst on the scene, bro. Okay, I'm still learning. Yeah, he's really good. Um, he is really. But yeah, so that offense is just good, though. They. The only thing that scares me with the Bengals is the running game. I don't know what's up with Mixon. I don't know what's going on there. I feel um, like they relied on him a little too heavily in the first few weeks. It's and they're it's, asking him to do things that he's really not really equipped to do. Yeah, it's. It, the it, the efficiency is so down. Well, though. I mean, he's, actually, he's no. It's a fucking no brainer. It's a no brainer. What's happening at like for maybe both things? Their offensive line still sucks. Like their offensive line actually still sucks, which is fucking honestly a dereliction of duty at this point. Like Crazy. when you when you saw what happened in that Super Bowl to fucking Joe Burrow, like. You should have gone out and spent some fucking money on that whole line. Well, it's like, like even even the Cowboys back in the day, they saw how frigid and frail Tony Romo was and built him the best offensive line anyone's ever fucking seen in the world. Until this Eagles team, maybe, but yeah, they're good. Ooh, yeah. But, but like, you can't do that for Joe Burrow because obviously this dude has some lower He's a lot better than Tony Romo. Sorry. And he's a lot fucking better. Right. I, I, yeah, I was gonna get there. Don't fucking worry. <laughs> I um, always, I will always take the opportunity to stick the boot on Tony Romo. Have you not learned this yet? I love Tony Romo, bro. Hey, can I ask you something actually on that note? The 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 Jamar Chase Joe Burrow note because I would be mm-hmm. really heartbroken to see them broken up. Like when when it started to look like there was some yeah. some some kind of friction there. Like I I think Stephon Diggs and Joe uh, and and Josh Allen are are in worse shape relationship wise than those two guys but when he started saying some stuff i was like oh no like give him a minute like jesus i think a lot of it's fabricated though a lot of it's fabricated it could be you know what i mean like it yes there's bro i mean even us internally as a podcast bro you work with someone long enough and have a relationship week in and week out where you're trying to fucking figure shit out you're gonna have some shit that blows up in your face you know what i mean like i don't know a job that i've had where i didn't have one meeting every six months where there's a shouting match with someone but by the end of the meeting or like you may even come out mad at each other but like five days later you you send an email and you yeah, figure but the locker shit room, out the locker room's gotta stay fucking buttoned up though you know what i mean like I locker agree. room's sacred and i think that annoyed me when he came out with that because you know that then, was weird and cd said the same shit today by the way about fucking dak he, he was like i'm on dak the same sucks page. yeah i know but <laughs> we'll talk about that but he was like, I'm on the same page as Jamar. Like, I'm always open. And I'm like, you're not. He is always open. Yeah, but he's No, he's, he's not, dude. He's not. Like, the receivers can't see the fucking sneaky safety, like, watching your best receiver. Like, the the quarterback, you have to. Yeah, I know he's that open. Dak. He's open more than Michael Gallup is, so. My critic. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm my brain is broken about the Cowboys at this point, but we'll get there. My question yeah. to you, my question to you, because I've been thinking a lot about Joe Burrow and, and Jamar Chase, like why they're such a likable duo. And like obviously it's to do with like the fact that they played at LSU together and they came into the league at like the same time and you know, they're boys and all this stuff. And I started the more I started to think, and this is just going to be a brief aside, if you could just indulge me for a second. The more I started yeah, to think about how You know great... I'm all about indulging besides <laughs> bro. Yeah. Come on. We'll get back. We'll get back. The more <laughs> I started to think about how much I liked the Jamar Chase Joe Burrow thing, the more I was like, I would love to see Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. together on the show. And that... It's not impossible. I, I am starting to worry deep down in my soul, really starting to worry. That Fields just like isn't good. Because he looked like shit before he went down on Sunday. And my first instinct is to be like, yo, come on. They're not scheming for him at all. Like no one's like he's not throwing like it really it just didn't he didn't look like he was given like the the green light again. It looked like they were trying to scale it back again. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really concerned. I need him to like get I, I so, need to get games so I can figure it out because this has to be the make or break season, but he needs to play. Agreed. But so I feel like it's a, a little bit of both where it's like um, Thursday worked, I think, because they it was simple because yeah. it was a Thursday game and you didn't have three extra days to, to try and do all this You're extra right. shit, man. So and right. it's like um, when you keep it. I don't know if he can feels, he's electric. I don't know if he can like, run I think he can. I just think Iberflush and whoever you're, I, I who the OC, yeah. um, it's too much, man. It's too much. Whatever they're doing for him in that offense, they're, they're putting too much on his plate, and it needs. If he was Brock Purdy, he'd be fucking electric. If this is was, what I said. You know, if, he was in, if he was in a system that 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 set him up for success, man, I think he could be good. But where but were I the play actions? Like you always say, like where were the fucking where were the play actions? Like. Dante, Dante Foreman. Well, stop fucking like, doing him. Stop, stop doing him on fourth and three. Right, I hate that right. fucking fourth but and da- six. Like play Dante, For- Dante Foreman comes out and he gets like handoffs in on our second drive. Like he doesn't see the fucking ball for the first drive. I don't know whose wife he slept with or whatever. But I'm like, yo, you know, you guys know he's like good, right? Like he like is a good yeah, running back. Like has Everywhere has been a good running back. Like what is the fucking problem? And then this like number twenty five, this kid Evans. They're like they just activated him from the practice squad fumbles like falls over like it's falling over tripping over his own dick he seems like a decent runner but like it just seemed like a weird choice because every time Foreman touched the ball I swear to god he was going for four to six yards every single time every single fucking time and it's like there's nothing more frustrating and I know that you can relate to this than knowing you have a weapon and them keeping the weapon in their fucking holster I'm like dude Dante Foreman just wants to run all over them today he just wants to run all over them today and they're inviting him to like he's going to fucking cut them up like just run like and i think it's to do with the type of running back that he is but like the fact that they didn't have the 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 ability to recognize that he was doing good and being like fuck it let's just keep hammering them until they stop him you know um and i think it's because he can't catch he's not like a screen bubble guy so like they're like ah we can't like run little misdirections because they're that kind of offense you know they're trying to be sneaky you know and i'm like dude you can just smash him just win the game just win the fucking game dude so that was frustrating, and I think that would have really opened fields up to do some shit, um, but it didn't. Also, like, where, why can't I see DJ Moore on the line? Like, he is never moving. 
where's his pre-snap motion? Like, that's, just have so him just run and just and, and see what the defense is going to do. Are they going to put someone else on him? Are they going to pick him up with another guy? And then, like, maybe he can just, like, you know, run an option route. Like, you know, like, and if we have an RPO going, it's like, oh, he just, like, came into the bubble screen and, like, feels, like, looks up and sees that nobody comes to pick him up. And that's why he, he goes with the pass option. That's the kind of stuff I've been begging for. And then we kind of did it for two weeks in a row. And then we stopped. And you stopped. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't we did it. it within a game. We did it for like a half, but not the other half. It's 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 baffling to me because so I, I didn't even tell you this. Um, the Bears cost me two grand on Sunday. Um, I had a, oh, sorry. a player. For, you, you know my huge parlays that I love doing. Uh, I well, had that didn't player. cost you two grand. It, it only cost you two grand if you bet two I grand. I didn't bet lost two grand. Bet. <laughs> you probably no, bet one dollar and they were one I bet piece $2. of it. I bet $2.50. <laughs> um, but so it was a five leg, bro, and I had everything except for DJ Moore and a Bears win, and it was looking okay for a little while. Um, Once Fields went down, you uh, you had to know it was over. Yeah, it was over as soon as Fields went down. It was just it's so Keep frustrating your fucking party because you drew away from my team, please, for the love of Christ. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> as soon as as soon as I realized it was last leg, I was like, oh, I'm so fucked, and like instantly Fields got hurt. It was like with. <laughs> Within minutes. Oh my um, god. You're the reason. I was trying yeah, to blame Everflu's. Maybe Fields. No, it's 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 Everflu's fault. What would you I'm do, Bob? You, Honestly, as of because, right now, what would you do? So, would you so, stick with would you stick or twist? Would you stick with Fields or would you, you just can't. double would you just double down and say we're tanking and you we're we're, we're gonna get Caleb Williams? That's what we're gonna you do. You have to trade him. You have to. I'm sorry. I love Fields. I do. I hemorrhaged my dynasty fantasy football team because I was I believe so much. I traded Justin Herbert. Because I believe so much in Justin Fields. Okay. Like, I was on the Fields train, bro. If you get the first pick in the draft, you have to trade him for Caleb. We're like Jonah because we have Carolina's pick. Yeah, so you have to do that. You have to. And listen, I think the right offense could be great with Justin Fields. I I think what they're doing is too boring. Uh, Again, like you just said, you don't see DJ Moore pre What would Atlanta give us? That's that's, that's the team, bro. Right there. What would Atlanta give us for Fields? That's it, man. Uh, if they second, gave us like honestly, I would take like two second rounders for him yeah, right now. I think that would be amazing. I think you would get one second for Fields. Maybe a second and a third. Can Maybe. we handshake? Or like that? a second and a sixth or something like stupid like Come on. that. Come um on. no, I, I I think you have to What about please? second twenty twenty four, third twenty twenty five? Okay, so that might work. All right. Maybe maybe the draft points are out right. there. I'm calling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Caleb Williams is the truth. I know he just he lost bad his past week. He had a really bad week. Really bad weekend. Doesn't fuck matter. me. He's so good. I, mean, I don't know if he's like the, I don't know if he's the, the stud Bears, that people so. are saying that he is, but I think that he... Because the thing is, he's very similar to Fields in the sense that like his decision-making is the big question mark. So I think that's more... coachable. I think that's coachable. Like you can't coach athleticism, right? Like you're either a fucking athlete or you're not. And he's definitely an athlete. He's not like maybe necessarily the runner fields is, but almost that was to fields detriment, right? Because it's like running has to be your fourth option. You know, like starting a wheel has to be your fourth option. You know, you, you have to have a good running back and at least two good receivers before you can like think about running the whole offense through your wheels. So but the problem is, if it's coachable, you need to put the exact right guy with Caleb Williams from the jump. And I think part part of what Justin has happened to Justin Fields is he got two idiot fucking coaches, coaching teams, yep, yep. Uh, coaching staffs, 
And I think that's really it's unfortunate. happened before. It'll happen again, man. Yeah. It's I think that's really unfortunate for him. Really, really unfortunate for him. And I think that like you have to get rid of the fucking Everflus and you, and it, to me, I would clear the whole house out. I would, I would fire the GM. Whole thing, man. I would, I would do it right away. Cause it's like, this is, we have so much capital and I'm not just second coach, right? Yeah. This is, yes. Holes the second Maggie, coach. Maggie, See you later. And then Everflus. See you later. That's it. Um, what I would do, honestly, this is this is my ideal situation. And then we can stop talking about the Bears because nobody wants to hear it. I, I can't help it. Um, it's my therapy. Dude, I'm like I therapist. Get I get it. Um, I get it. Here's an ideal situation: we clear house. We hire the assistant GM from San Francisco to be our GM. I forget his name, but he's John Lynch's assistant. We hire the offensive coordinator from Detroit. We draft Caleb Williams, and then we trade the two pick down to get the best edge rusher in the draft because Adam I think Peters. great great I don't even think we go for Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't even think we do it but that would remind me of Chase and Burrow I know they don't go to the same school but it would remind me of that kind of tandem coming in at the same time it's the right thing I, I don't think it's a bad idea though so uh, here I know what you're saying you got more more to fill than that you got offensive line you got defense you got things you got to fill well, we can go to the free agent market. We have salary cap with too. the Bears. With the Bears' history, just hear me out here. Just with do the, the smart history. thing. Just do. Just do the easy thing just, on the wall. Just, don't get just cute. Do it, yeah, bro. Right. Yeah, yeah, don't right. just do it. And like, yeah, if, right. if you have the opportunity to bring a quarterback in like this, right, and, and set him up with someone that he feels so comfortable throwing the ball to, he knows the shit. Exactly, I know. Like, and then his weapons right football away. Football teams love in. being right cute. away they when he comes in. Yeah, right away when he comes in, he's got a, a decent to he's good got backfield. Guy. He's got, he's got his a, guy. a decent to good backfield. He's got a wide receiver one. He's got a wide receiver two in DJ Moore. He's got a tight end in Cole Komet that's decent. You do. If you, you have one it. too, you do. If you I think give, it changes the entire franchise. In, in, in it in does, man. In one 100%. move. Because you get exactly what you, you cannot have an elite quarterback or judge a quarterback until you give him an elite weapon. That is just the fact. You can't do it. And at that point, you give him an elite weapon that he's comfortable with. Bro. You'll know so fast if Caleb Williams is real or not. Because if he can't do it with that, then it's like if if you don't see... And then sign some signs, offensive line guys. Sign, sign some offensive line guys, yeah. Well, that, that, that probably helps, yeah. But if, if you don't see signs of electricness, because that's the same thing with the Bengals. It's like, yes, there's offensive line woes, and yes, there's times this team looks like but shit. But they make man. crazy there plays. Yeah. But there's just some times yeah. where you're just like, whoa. Yeah. And you, you and there's like not enough with... tape on Harrison Jr. where like at an NFL level where he's yeah. just doing shit. Yeah. Like he's just getting away with shit on, on certain cornerbacks on certain days. And then DJ Moore's Bro, the he's second option. DJ Moore's the, the best second option. prospects I've ever seen. He's so our offensive, our offensive, well, I think he's more of a fucking lock than uh than Williams even is just hundred percent of, of the quarterback yes. position. You know, I agree. You can't. There's no such thing as a lock at quarterback coming out of college. Andrew Luck was like the closest thing I think we've ever had. And he was really fucking good. Peyton Manning was pretty was a lock, but that was a different. Yeah, era. yeah, that's different though. Exactly, that was a different era. All right, Jags. The Jacksonville Jaguars are number nine on the uh, power ranking list. Uh, there's still something weird about them. Yeah, there is. Is, what is they're that? They're still good. They're still good. Uh, and, I think NFC Lawrence South, is, I think Lawrence it's just the really NFC good. South. Lawrence is really good. Um, he's got good weapons. ETN uh, is really good. I would really like Zay Jones to come back because he's been out for like four weeks and I think he's really good. 
there's still just some weird flaws about that team, but they might be a couple years away. They might be a year away. I, I don't, like I don't know if it's the coaching. I, I think I think you're right. I think they're just young. But I've said this before. I said this after the Chiefs game. Remember, they they have a Kansas City Chiefs problem. Jacksonville Jaguars are like 14 and two, or like 15 and two against the rest of the NFL in the last two years, and they're 0 and three against the Chiefs. So it's That's like interesting. W- when they play a teams, you know, I think it's since like they beat the Cowboys last year. That was like kind of like their coming out party where you're like, oh shit, this team might not be that bad. No, I mean, I oh, um, I think I was oh, they didn't, they, I don't think they came out of nowhere. Like, I think that I was always, well, they were like average, but that was like the step up where they were like, okay, this, this is, this is, a I think team it seemed pretty clear even teams. in his rookie year that Lawrence was like pretty even, good. Even with Meyer, yeah, there's moments. There's moments. Yeah, exactly. it was like, you, could, you were like, he needs a real coach and like, let's just see. Like, that's the conversation I think we actually had about him, his rookie year. It was like, mm, he's still got like elite arm talent. Like, let's see. And now that they actually put like a competent offense around him, he's he does make plays. His pocket presence is like dream pocket presence for a QB. It's really good. Like, he's it's quick dream. Too. Like, you'd be like, oh my God, he actually can tell when someone's giddy. coming off the fucking blind side. Like, what a fucking, what a, tr- what a trooper. Um, I, I I think they're good. They're just a little weird, and I like don't really want the Jaguars to be good. <laughs> they're just such a pathetic fucking franchise that it's just like I just don't. I'm like really, like really the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, who gives a fuck about them? People in Jacksonville don't even give a fuck about them. Honestly, they might move them. They, move them to they should move them. They would Man. become. I would care more if they were in London. In London, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, London. They're thinking about they're basically already the London team, right? Like they're basically already the fucking London team. Is it so? Like they could never play anybody on the West Coast. I I agree that they're the most irrelevant team in the NFL. Um, Like franchise, them and the them and the Texans. Texans, They're they're like (laughs) the Texans were like at their peak better though. This true. It's true. Even even the Jags in their AFC Championship run had the Texans were like at least one point fun to watch, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, but didn't you know who was winning that AFC Championship game? Like between them and the Patriots, like you just knew. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, <laughs> the, the refs, the refs, the refs knew too. We all know that. I had like uh, a dance that night, like it was middle school, right, or like early high school that game. Oh, oh, so you're talking about the first one? The, the first, first one, one, yeah. Well, which yeah. one were you talking about? The one where Miles Jack got called down. Oh on yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 that was some bullshit. But. Yeah. I'm talking about the first one where they just got smoked. It was like 23-3 or something. Byron Le- like Byron Leftwich does, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, like yeah, I yeah. think I was saying that even in middle school. I was like, Byron Leftwich is their QB. They're not winning that game. <laughs> that was that was the vibe. I was at a I was at a pool hall with like my first girlfriend ever. I remember that fucking game. It's so weird, brought that up. Yeah, we had it on like the um, TV at the dance. And I was like, we don't even need to watch this. Like the page. Why dance? Was it a YMCA dance? It was a Knights of Columbus. Knights of KOC. You guys have those? I remember yeah. the KOCs, bro. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. Oh, those are the days. Um, Rose, well, but yeah, Jags. Jag, Jags are weird. They're weird for sure, but they belong here because they're better than you know what I mean. Like, I do think right now there's a definitive top ten, and I think the Jags are in that because you watch football every week, man. And they are. You, you know, put them there. I'm looking at it. Well, I mean, there's, there's, they're better than the Seahawks. They're better than the Chargers. They're better than all these teams that that are that are potential top ten teams and. When you watch football week in and week out, they're definitely one of the better watches. They are the more there. They're one. Of the I, I'm. I'm. I find team. myself paying a little more attention to them than I yeah. thought it would for sure. Um, a- another team that we're paying more attention to, 
the Browns. I I don't find them to be a good watch. To be they're honest. not. They're uh, not a good watch. I I think that they're incredibly well coached defensively, and I think that that game was a defensive masterclass from them. Like I really, it really like was, man. out it really to was. shut down. Like it was like that coach was either the defensive coordinator or the head coach was sitting there like I know what to do against this. Oh, it's team. Jim Schwartz. That makes sense. Yeah. Jim Schwartz is a really good DC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, he just he just managed them. Like he didn't try to stop them necessarily. He just like he would he just came up so good in key moments. Like he just called their bluff in key moments and like just really outthought them. Um, which is so hard to do against the Kyle Shanahan led defense or offense. Um but I, I also still think it was like we just talked about this last week. I think it was like this happens. You know, I said yeah, to you, it does. It, I was it like does. the eighty-five Bears lost against the worst Dolphins, pitiful Dolphins team. Yeah. And I, I said that to you last week, and I was like, they're gonna lose some stupid game where they shouldn't have lost, and it's like everyone's gonna we were overreact. Like not the Browns. But yeah, no, everyone's gonna Browns. overreact, and all of, it was also without their starting QB. I might add. So it's like, which it's is just so weird. Game. That whole thing. Yeah, that whole thing is so weird with with Deshaun Watson, and he's been medically cleared for two weeks and has ruled himself. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Um, I think it's we're going to hear a lot more of that either in the offseason or whenever that marriage breaks up. But yeah, this defense is legit. And, you know, there's there's a couple teams on here that are strictly here because of how legit their fucking defense is. And this is definitely one of them. Um, yeah. Miles Garrett. Like they they just they show up every week, man. There's there hasn't been a week where you didn't come out of a Browns game being like, well, that defense is a legitimate defense, and they are. Um, I think Stefan and the fact that they've lost. So I think Stefanski is also one of the most underrated quarter uh, quarterbacks coaches in the NFL because so far this year they've lost a star running back. They have a quarterback who doesn't seem committed to the team, and yet they are three and. What are they? Four and two, three. I forget what they are now. Four and two, I think. Um, and they're legitimately still one of the best teams in the NFL. And I don't think there's any doubt about that, in my opinion. Um, so I think all that credit goes to Stefanski because to keep a team together in that environment, I know I've seen some Cowboys teams that have had this happen to them, and they're like four and eleven by by December. So it's like to keep a team together and all this is is tough, man. So I, I give them a lot of credit for that one. A lot of credit. You know, it's funny you say that because I was really curious as to why, as a, as a little segue, why you don't give the Chargers any credit. Because you are talking, like, not... Com- First of all, the Cowboys beat the Chargers 20-17. to 17. I just want everyone to understand that when you start to hear Bobby's tone about the Cowboys in a second. So the Cowboys won a bounce-back game. So they got demolished by the fucking 49ers last week. In prime time. That's stunk. I get it. I get that you're down on them. But the Chargers, I'm, I feel like I'm shouting into the, the void when we're all on the group chat. And I'm trying to tell you guys how good Justin Herbert is. And I've been saying it for years. It like, wasn't that good. It wasn't that good on Monday, though. It, it's, but I think that's a credit to your defense. Like, I, like, the things that I saw from the Cowboys, first of all, like, curse. Right, like, just seem to be there at the at like at every fucking good curse. tackle, fucking at every single curse. good tackle. Curse, curse he's one of my there. favorites. He had, he had, set, he had, he had five, set five tackles, two assisted tackles. Let's just call it seven tackles. Right, he was at the scene of seven key moments. Every tackle he made seemed huge. 
It just seemed like, oh my god, he he made the he, tackle. He does that, man. Yeah, he's that guy. Um, very similarly, uh, Clark. At least when you Love guys Clark. did get get caught up, he made a play. And these are the kind of names that like I wanted to hear from when um when Fitzpat or Fitzpatrick fucking uh, Diggs. uh when Diggs went down. Like th- this, yeah. these are the these are the kind of names I wanted to to hear to to have that secondary unit exist. And I think that Chargers offense, I know that they're diabolically coached. Like, I understand that their coach is, like, absolutely their biggest problem. Oh, Austin oh, Eckler's a stud. Close by. Yeah. Austin Eckler's a stud. Herbert's a stud. Um, Keenan Allen's one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game of football. Like, to literally ever play the game of football. He literally has— I think he's the most, one of the most underrated wide receivers. He literally holds the record for minimum— snaps played right uh yards per catch like he holds the highest record in the nfl like across his whole career he gets like 6.4 yards a catch or something insane his yards after catchability is crazy his hands are insane he's incredibly underrated incredibly underrated palmer's good um and then they lost uh what's his name williams who's also good but he's he's out i think for maybe the season or like most of it our ham's not bad Parham's decent. Eckler's one of the best, like behind scrimmage guys. They don't use him enough, though. It's He's so hurt right now, so they they limited yeah. his steps, which I think was lucky for you guys, to be honest. Because he I was agree with that. Finding a groove going downhill on you from time to time. But yeah, it's teams tend to do that. I just think that you thought that the Cowboys should have come in and like if they didn't beat him 45-10, that it was a bad, it was a bad win. Dak did exactly what I've been asking him to do. He managed the fucking game. He didn't throw any interceptions. He did. He did. He he threw like what twenty five passes. Yeah, he had a good game for, for like sure. a decent amount of yards. And like you, they were stopping your running game. They were making Dak beat them. They were like Pollard's not doing shit today. That's what they decided. They they achieved that. The play calling, I will concede, is diabolical. Abysmal. It's abysmal. Like it's one of the most frustrating things that can be happening to your team is bad play calling because you can see it. When the play calling is that bad, you can see it. Like you can see what they should be doing, or at least some semblance of what they should be doing, and they're just not doing it. And when they ran the ball on fucking what was it, third and six, I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, oh my fucking God. This is like I just wanted I wanted to throw my remote at the TV. Well, and it's like the the tush push call. The, do they run that ending. play? Because you have to practice that no, at least, right? They do like, not run that. They look like they just play, did it for the first bro. time ever. I just don't understand. I didn't. I, I've never seen the Cowboys run a touch push like they did, and it just. I I, I will I will scream until the cows come home. Yeah, I just use that. I'm a dad. I'm allowed to. Um, play actions on fourth and six and third and five, bro, are the most fucking pointless things in the entire fucking world, and yet. Most NFL teams, especially the fucking Cowboys, love to do them in big situations. I think it's the stupidest thing in the entire world. They don't understand why they waste, you know, hold the safeties. No one is thinking you're running the ball in fourth and six. And we did it like twice in that game. It's just, it's abysmal. It's abysmal. Keep going. Keep going. I just think there's still some positives. And there, I think there definitely that, is. I, I think that you're in a position now where you're at least building towards. You're no longer building towards a giant letdown once they get found out at the worst possible time. You're building a season where you figured out a lot of the problems early 
And now it's down to them to address them. And it does seem like they addressed a couple of them. And it seems like they they bounce back in a way that like requires some mental strength. And it's not a way you can bounce back if they had gotten handed that fucking 45 point loss week 15. You know, like the fact that it happened early is positive. And like, I know you say, oh, it happens every year. These fucking guys. And I get it. But don't are you glad that it happened when it did? I am. And I'm glad it happened against who it did. Because that's there's no be other team. There's, right, there's no other team that, you know, you can lose like that against and have a game like that against and it'd be okay. I, unless it's by far the best team in the league, which they might be. I wonder if I want I wonder if San Francisco was exhausted coming into the Cleveland game because they had they were like this is they the took so much out. That's very possible. This is the best yeah, team very- we're gonna play. So we need to come out at a thousand percent and they just didn't get met with the same kind of energy, but like, you know, then they were like, All right, well, we can just walk over the Browns. I just get scared with how different. So there's a, a a different feel to the defense than there was in that first three weeks, and you know you feel it too, man. Where well, it's, it's like Diggs, I think it and it, but I feel like it was the atmosphere of Diggs knowing that he was always going to be going to try and make that play. So other guys also trying to make that play. It's just, it, it the the star guy being that aggressive rubs off on everyone else being that aggressive, and I think. You know, when you have now Gilmore, which, you know, I'll, I'll get into him in a second, but he's more uh, of a, a, a tactical guy. He's more of a guy that, that is all about the routes and, like, you know, making sure he's doing the right thing at the right time and being in the right place, not making the bad play. That's what we're kind of seeing from the defense right now. Um, I don't see that aggressiveness that we did. I don't think that they're, like, the, the offensive defensive that I called them the first three weeks. I still think they're good. I, I think that there's definitely more holes without Diggs in there. Uh, Gilmore needs to figure his shit out because I know he made that big play, but I feel like, I said this to my buddy, I feel like he was involved in every bad play for the first three quarters. St- Stephon Gilmore was somewhere in the vicinity of that play. I know that may not be fair. I know analytics may say differently that he was good, whatever. But I know that every time there was a big play, Stephon Gilmore was some- somehow involved in a blown coverage a wide open dude there's there, there's just so much sometimes sometimes in especially in the secondary you can see a good player getting exposed and it's not a hundred percent yeah no hundred percent hundred percent and i get that man it's just it seems like there's so much more of that the past three weeks than there was before and i know it's bad teams good teams is i i get it but the amount of wide open dudes is, is concerning um another concerning thing is um, so first of all, I called out to Marcus Lawrence to my buddy. Apparently he was one of the best defensive linemen in the entire league this week, which was surprising to me. He, well, you he, don't watch him as specifically on the runs, but I think he's stopping the run really well. Well, I feel like that's what it is. So I was, that was going to lead me into Micah, which is, I feel like what happens is I'm watching Micah so much that like, I notice when Micah's, you know, it feels like Micah's not doing as much, What he was technically, if you look at the stats, he definitely was. And that's why I missed Demarcus. So I feel he like had his moments, but I thought he lost. Still there. He lost out in like long stretches. Like I think they were yeah. able to keep him quiet he, for long stretches. Yeah, but he made the play when it mattered. That's yeah. that's what I was gonna all come around to. It was like, listen, I know Pollard. Uh, he scores on that play last year. First of all, a hundred percent. I don't know what's happened to his second step. I think that injury is still kind of hampering him a little bit, maybe. Um, but on that big play, he definitely scores. But when it came down to it, man, you're right. Dak made the play that he needed to make. He made that throw to Cooks. 
Cooks is coming up. Cooks is also, by the way, your second best receiver. And I I think they need to understand that. And I, it they doesn't seem like they need to stop throwing the ball to fucking Michael Gallup. They need to stop Cooks, throwing Cooks is like tenacious. He's like the perfect wide receiver too. He's like he's he's, really he's ideal, and he made the plays when he needed to make them. So, yeah, you're right. Like like the the guys that we needed to show up showed up when they needed to. Like Parsons had the sack. Gilmore had poetic. the pick. Dad Dak had the throw. CD had he was awesome. CD was. Awesome last uh, on Monday, man. He, he was, just, he was, he was just always open. He really he was, was always open, right? And I don't know if he's always downs. always open, like he said, but that game he was always open. Seven seven targets, seven receptions. Um, they just couldn't handle that little like hook, that little like that little like fade into the middle of I the love field. His like, little first in celebration yeah. too. It, he's so it good. Gets me, it gets me hard. Um, I'm glad to hear it, bro. Something yeah. still us. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh God, rewind there. <laughs> Good thing my girlfriend doesn't listen to my podcast, huh? Um, it was but, more of an age joke than a joke. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> well, now it's definitely good. She, um, this is going to be the one she listens to, too. Watch. <laughs> but yeah, on that note, fucking good. Bill's, Bill's kind of. I, st- I agree that they, they got it done, but we'll see yeah. in the future, man. I'm nervous. I'm definitely nervous. No, we'll see. I don't think they answered any questions, but I don't think that they like answered they any stayed, questions in the, in the negative either. Um, That's where they stayed. Is Josh Allen good? Like, he's just putting in a lot of stinkers this year. That interception was bad. Right? It's not the worst, not the worst interception of the weekend. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> but but it was really bad. It was is, really it the, bad is, it, do, is the worst interception of the weekend, can I guess what you're going to say? Yeah. Is it uh, Hurts against the Jets? The worst interception I've seen in like three years. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> it was really, really <laughs> It was a really we'll bad get interception. There. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, I don't know. what What's his deal? Like, I is he good? Is it the rushing game? We keep giving them these excuses every week where we're like, oh, I don't know. The rushing I mean, game any, other, any other team, they lose that game, right? If it's not oh, yeah. literally the, one of the worst like, two you teams. You can't struggle with the Giants, bro. Bro, the they, Giants, they didn't even the have. They didn't even have garbage. like their. They literally were. It was the guard. It was the Giants at QB two. You know, like give me a Tyra fucking Taylor. break, dude. It was Tyra fucking Taylor, bro. Like give who me a cost break. themselves points at the half? Like there's so many different things. It was such a terrible game. It was the worst game maybe of the season so far, as far as like quality of play. There's bits and, and there's been games. some bad ones. There's been yeah. some bad ones. That one was really really bad. It was just like terrible quality of play. Can I be perfectly honest? I did not watch one second of that game. And I have a reason for it, and I took it from my guy Bill Simmons. I refuse to watch another snap unless they're playing the Cowboys of the New York Giants on offense. Yeah, that team is so bad on offense, man. They're they're unwatchable. Yeah, they're they're the other one too. Yeah, unwatchable. That that Patriots uh, Raiders game was the same thing. I was like, this is just a terrible, unwatchable football, man. It really such low quality football. Um. Not even moments. Like, you're not even finding moments. Let's just go right past the fucking Bills because he doesn't say anything. It was a bad game. Yeah, exactly. They won against a bad team in a bad way. I don't, that's why they're six and, you know, not part of the Yeah, but they could come out and have like a great win next week. They're such a weak They're such a weak team. Um, The Chiefs, uh, still something a little weird about them, but, you know, having, having, I, 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 I understand why you put them at five. I I get why they're a five. 
I would have probably had them below the Eagles after what the Eagles did. Yeah, it's just like you if know, you want to talk about them in a nutshell, because like, damn, the Eagles, what the fuck? Only like, I thought the Jets points, defense though, was playing only, really well. I really did think. Nine, what's going on with this offense, though, bro? Who? Only nine, uh, the Chiefs. Before yeah. we get to the Chiefs, before we get to them, bro, this Broncos defense has given up forty to fifty points against everyone they've fucking played. Everyone. And it's the, the Chiefs couldn't even though. get to twenty. I know. They're five and one. Like, I know. I get it. It's just different. Maybe Hardman makes a difference, but it, something's got to give with those receivers, man. Because they're they have are they the worst? They're bottom five receiver core in the NFL, right? They're Probably. really bad. Really I think bad. Rice is kind of emerging. He's pretty decent, but he's like a he's, he's no. They're not bottom five. Like, they're not bottom five a, just based on the merit that they have Travis Kelsey. Like they can't possibly be bottom five. Like the Giants receiving core is worse. Yeah, okay. If we're not counting tight end, they're bottom five. But he's a receiver. Like, let's be honest. He is a receiver. That's fair. All right, there's still number five on the list, though, because... They're better than the Eagles, bro. Okay, so we'll talk about the Eagles. Yeah. The the Eagles have huge flaws. Like, the new coordinators, like you said early, their red zone offense is terrible. It's actually terrible. It's they had the, they yeah. had the number one, or I think actually maybe number two after the Lions, because Williams would just score every single touchdown in the red zone for the Lions last year. But I think they're the number two regular season red zone offense last year, and they just can't do that anymore. Like they just don't seem to be able to do it. Yeah, they still have the like the tush push, ha 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 ha, whatever. They still have elite weapons. I still think Hertz can do what he does. But damn, like, and I I honestly did think the Jets and were had a really good day. I think the Jets they had were, a uh, Jets were excellent. I Agreed. think that they had like the defense looked super fast. Like they looked like they meant every single tackle. And I actually do think that that would be a pretty that's a pretty good team if Aaron Rodgers is in it, because obviously Wilson's terrible. Yeah, um, the offense was so bad the entire. Yeah, but day. their defense so is I, legit. I their defense is still legit. They just Stupid took a minute legit. to get going. They just took a minute to get going. So yeah, when and they you know, played the Cowboys, it, when they played the Cowboys, my takeaway was how legit that defense was. the The run game is so tough against. They're, the so, fast. They're, They're so, so fast. They're so fast. And they're huge up front. And they mean their hits. Like, they really mean their hits. They're, like, well-coached on defense. Like, they really genuinely are. Um, I think they have a good coach. I think if Aaron Rodgers does make it back and he's, like, playing at Aaron Rodgers' level, I think, yeah. And if they can just get... I think that they look like a team that believes that they, if they make the playoffs, they might have a shot at him coming back. That's what that's what they look like to me. So, if you look at that division sure. and you, you look at, like, the Bills kind of stuttering and you look at the, the Patriots being probably the worst team in the NFL, like, bottom three... And you look, I mean, I mean, they're not going to beat the Dolphins probably, but I think they could make a wild card spot if they just keep doing what they're doing. And I think that's a yeah. huge upside to to beating the fucking Super Bowl champ or to the, the Super Bowl runners up, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and a team with Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, I completely agree about the defense, but uh, we can't forgive the Eagles for literally giving this game to the Jets. They did. Because yes, they did. They the did. Eagles, the Eagles had the lead. Was at fourteen thirteen, I think it was. Um, and no, they Hurts blew it. Through, Hurts threw, you know, the worst, the worst interception I've seen in two or three years. No, the Bro, worst one was, was the was the pick six to finish the game. That's what. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Where no, they it, didn't have the lead for that. They had, they were trying to drive down the field and win. They no, were behind. So, so there was one before that. Then so what? There's there's. 
I think he only threw one pick. No, he had had three interceptions. Did he really? Three picks. Yeah, he had three interceptions. Um, the the one I'm talking about was we 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 texted about it where it was like, so they had the lead. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't even they 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 could have been running the ball at this point. You don't even need to be making this throw. And not only did he make an unnecessary throw, like in the game plan wise, but like he threw it into such obvious double coverage over the middle of the field. And it was so blatant. And it's like, if he doesn't make that throw, I think. It was yeah. Like you remember seven. like the, you remember the, yeah, I remember this one because it was like the, if he doesn't make it, they punt it. And Zach Wilson's not going to fucking drive right. 80 yards right. on your ass, bro. Right. What the fuck right. are you thinking? But the, the angle behind him, the angle behind him, it's like, oh, yeah, show it that is. at QB school. Of like when to not throw the ball. Like it was yeah. two guys just waiting there. Like just like it was the worst, bro. It was a bad interception. If like if they brought up the Amazon like AWS like statistics, it would have been like percentage chance of this guy or this guy catching it, 93. Percentage chance of your guy yeah. catching it, one percent. Drop like six percent. Um, but yeah, dude, that was bad. So, so uh, but I, we were kind of saying there was something weird about them all season. Like so their wins that reason, didn't look that convincing. Yeah, for that reason, I don't disagree with what you said about the Chiefs. I think they could be above them because I just trust them more. You know what I mean? It's both both Super Bowl finalists last year have huge question marks. Huge. But one has Mahomes. So I guess you're probably right. They probably should be above the... the now, here's an interesting Eagles. one. But here's an interesting one apart, uh, you know, your power rankings. You put you dropped the 49ers down to three. I don't think that was fair for losing one fucking game. And you did even say on this podcast already that it, it fucking happens. But... What I don't want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is the fact that the Dolphins, the Lions, and the Niners are the top three in that order on this power rankings. Those are the three best offenses. That's what those are. Like those are the three, yep, the top right. three, the top three teams according to the power rankings are the best three best offenses by far that we have, and it's in that order. Like the Dolphins, the Lions, and the Forty ers are the, in that order. The You're three right. Best it is in that order. One, two, three. Yep. 100%. So. Uh, I mean, the 49ers have a great offense. Don't get me wrong if you're, like, yelling at your at your speakers right now. But their defense is really, I think, the like, elite part of their team. They're the only one of those oh, three yeah. that have both. They should be number one, in my opinion. But Dolphins, best offense in the NFL right now, I'd probably say. Yeah, Lions, without a doubt. Right up there. Right up there. And, like, the changes the Lions made, like, everything just slotted in perfectly. And Amon Ross St. Brown's even better. And I, I told everybody he was going to be even better this year. And he's he just is. So let's see. We have... Oh, Bobby's gone. He's disappeared from me. I guess I'll just keep talking. We have the Dolphins, the Lions, the 49ers, and the Eagles as the top four. It's weird because last week we were saying that the NFC championship game was going to be the Super Bowl. But now I'm looking at this Dolphins team at number one on the power rankings. This guy's out of his mind. Bobby, you're out of your mind. Um, we've had some technical difficulties and he's gone, but I don't know. I guess in summation, it's, uh, it's been a, it's, it was a really, really weird week. So it's kind of hard to talk about the best four teams because like he has the 49ers dropping down here. I still think they're the best team, but like, do they deserve to drop down for losing to a, a, a backup QB and the, and the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, I think that they do. Was that a defensive masterclass also? Yeah, I think it was. So I, I can see them bouncing right back up to be honest. But at the end of the day, the NFL comes and goes. It's only here for 18 weeks. We're going to see a lot of crazy games from here to there. But at the end of the day, 
are still the best team. They're still the best team. You know yeah. that they're better on both sides of the ball than the Dolphins and the Lions. You just do. But so the, the reason I had them at one and two, though, is because, A, I don't know if we're going to get another chance to ever in the history of the power rankings have the Dolphins and Lions one and two in the power rankings. So I felt like I just I had the opportunity to do it. And I was like, all right, this this right, well, this could for be. the culture for the culture. Yeah, it, But at the same time, man, it's. Dude, so right now, right, 49ers, Lions in Detroit, you're picking the 49ers 100%, right? No, no question. Oh man, I guess because it's Jared. I guess because it's Jared Goff. You know, is everybody healthy? Is everybody healthy? That's so. That's what I mean. The health man is just concerning because it just you're too high on you're too high on the Lions' defense. First of all, you have been all season. You're too high on their defense. They're decent. They're better. If the 49ers played the Dolphins in a playoff scenario, even if it was some. It's not going to be if this does happen this year. But even if it was somehow in Detroit, say hypothetically it is, it, it pick your poison time. It's pick your poison time on offense. Like the game might be 50 to 35, but like the fucking it's be 49ers 50. are going to be able to score at will. Like they just are going to be able to fucking score at will. That's um, fair. If they had That's anybody fair. on their fucking defense that was even remotely close to Miles Garrett, I would, I would be like, man, maybe they could do some shit, but they don't. They just don't. And, like, I was the highest on the Detroit Lions coming into the season by far of any of us. And I thought anybody was because of their offense. <laughs> so, like, their offense is sick. It really genuinely is. It really is. And it's run uh, really well. It's coached really well. I, I'm intrigued to see what happens with Montgomery. Um, and if Gibbs can take the full workload, I feel like he can. Gibbs looks really good. But Montgomery also looks Excellent, the first four or five. Weeks, I just so. think my, I think Montgomery, having watched him on the Bears for as long as I did, Montgomery's like a like a really big advanced analytics guy. Like if you look at some of the numbers he has in certain situations, in like in like third and long situations, in like when you need a touchdown, like what he brings to your red zone offense, the some of the numbers on on what he brings to the table as far as catching, um, and like yards after catch on 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 different plays. Uh, how efficient he is like from two yards out when you need a first down or a touchdown like all those advanced analytics like I just think that the, the Lions are looking at that like they're not idiots and they've won a lot of NFL games this year and the and Montgomery has been a big part of that and everyone's like well why won't you use this guy it's like why would you like just keep it in the fucking keep it in the quiver until you need it you know like why would you why would you give all the other teams a ton of tape on on him when you can just like have Montgomery be a guy that's like kind of hard to tell what he's doing on the tape, yeah. you yeah. know? So like watch, like watch like week 12, week 13, when like they start to sort of be able to slow them down, then they pull it out. Like, obviously that's just what you do. If you don't need him yet, why show everybody what he can do? It just seems like a no brainer to me, but everyone's mad because they like draft him in fantasy. So do you think the Dolphins in a Super Bowl environment, can actually beat this 49ers team. No. You the 49ers don't? are winning the fucking Super Bowl this year. You think that's like inevitable at this point? Yeah. Right. Like this, nothing this probably, about that game. This is probably the week. only week. Yeah, it's probably the only week they're not number one in the power rankings. Yeah. Honestly. We'll see them back there next week. Let's be honest. Who are they playing? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking Vikings. <laughs> 
Yeah, the Vikings were begging the Bears to beat them. The Bears are just it was, we're just a gang who can't shoot straight. Ooh, game of the year maybe so far next week too, Sunday night. Dolphins-Eagles. Dolphins-Eagles. We're going to learn a lot in that fucking game. Here we are again. Yeah. You know we what on that note? Show. We're going to change the show for the power rankings too. We're, we're going to learn. learn a lot. We're going to learn a lot. And they never did. So... <laughs> For myself, BK Sizzle. And for the real BK Bob Kelly, this has been the Power Ranking Show. Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. Electric acid.